Welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. I would like to start this message, and it has to do with the subject of the battle of the mind. It has been interesting in the last uh, week especially, and actually last two weeks, that uh, it's seemingly that there's a lot of people under the attack of the mind. Uh, there are specific cases perhaps of some of you that are listening that think I'm referring to you, but no, there is, there is um, quite a bit of this that I have uh, heard about from phone calls to people calling me that are not part of this church, that are needing help and asking for help, and, and it has to do somewhat with the battle of the mind. And I would like to address this subject and to go through a series, um, perhaps in sequence here, concerning the battle of the mind and what God says about the mind. Um, everything we know typically in the field of, in the mechanical field of life has a function, a basic uh, field of function. We know that from large to small engines, they have a certain function. You cannot just put a spark plug in an engine and expect it to run. And you can put every component in an engine that it needs, but until there is fire, it will not run. And so we see that in an engine, the basic principle of function is fire. In the earth, the basic principle of function is gravity. And in mankind, I believe one of the basic principles and true principles of mankind and humanity is the mind. Even before the heart is uh, what I'm understanding, I might be wrong in this, but my understanding is the mind is one of the first things that are formed, as well as the heart. And so the mind is the mechanism that controls the rest of the body. And uh, that mind is a spiritual battlefield. And it can be based on having a sound mind, a mind that is not sound, a mind that is overloaded, a mind that is under severe pressure, a mind that uh, comes under control of other things, and it will all have to do with the pressures that are around this mind and the way it absorbs the atmosphere or the things that are created around itself will have a lot to do with how a person functions. And I think these are basic things that we need to be very well aware of, that our mind is probably the biggest battlefield of all battlefields that have ever been fought. And in the power of the mind, there is a lot of different things that go on. And one of the things that I would like to address today is the imagination. I've had people and I understand this, people that have come for specific help, then found out that they have been sick for a completely different reason, and it was all surrounding around the mind. I have personally been taken in the early years of my life to a hospital where I thought I was having a health issue, and it was a real bad one, I thought. They put me in the emergency room. This was many years ago and found out all it was is, was my mind. Under a lot of pressure and the way I thought and all at once I thought, this is going wrong in my body 
And next thing I knew, I felt helpless because there was nobody around, nobody at home. It was before 911 was a number to call. And I ended up in the hospital, and all it was was thinking, and I started hyperventilating. And it controlled my whole body. I became very stiff, almost like a board. They could carry me out. Had all to do with the mind, but it happened to do with a tragic thing that had happened in the neighborhood that overburdened me. I was burdened very deeply about this, and what happened then next is it started occupying my mind, it started affecting me, and then it went from one to the other. I also am aware that medical doctors can sometimes prescri prescribe a certain pill that is nothing more than just simply uh, what we would call a sugar pill, and it makes some people feel better. I also know that there's times when I go into a session in speaking with somebody concerning perhaps personal problems that I know that they will not leave any bit different than what they came in because it had to do with their mind. The way a man thinks is in his heart, so is he. I also know and I understand that what a man thinks goes into the heart, and then the heart is the digestive system of, what, of the thoughts that come in. And if your heart is affected, I'm talking about a spiritual heart now. If this heart is affected in a way that somehow gets, um, digests things wrong, then the outcome of it is completely wrong too. We understand that by way of our natural stomach, if I can just call it that way, our natural stomach is one of those things that digests the food that come in. But there are certain poisonous things that you can take into the stomach and it overpowers the stomach and you can actually die from it. So the stomach is not necessarily the answer to everything you eat. However, the greatest part of what you eat is digested through the stomach, and as a result of that, the nutrients flow out into your body, and you become a person that has strength and health and so forth, which is just natural. I understand that the way the stomach functions in a human body is often the way the heart functions in the spiritual man. I understand that a man is made from a, in a spiritual way. He's made of soul, he's made of body, he's made of spirit. He's made of emotion, he's made of mind, he's made of the intellect, or the mind, the will, and the intellect. That is what I'm, I, I'm not saying that correctly. I believe it's the mind, the emotion, and the will. That's how a man is formed in the spiritual realm. So we do understand that a man is spiritual based on the Bible. We are a spiritual, a spiritual person. Now, in speaking about that, we want to look at what goes into the mind and how it gets digested into the heart, and then what comes out of the heart is what will affect you, according to the Bible. It's what a man speaks out of his heart. It's not what goes into him, but what comes out of him. And that has to do with the function between what the mind thinks and the heart digests. So if you have a lot of poison coming into your mind, there's a good chance that if your heart eventually gets worn down and torn down, it will affect you, and as a result, there will be long-lasting effects. And I'm talking about from a spiritual perspective. When we look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, and I just go through this verse, and I say it like this, for the Word of God, it is quick and it is powerful. I want you, want you to notice some things about this verse that is really special. The Word of God, it is quick, it means life-giving, and it is powerful. It is sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of sunder of soul and spirit, 
and the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So what discerns the intents of my heart or the contents of my heart and, the dis and, and what is it that discerns my thoughts? You see, every thought that mingles in my mind gets discerned. The Word of God does that. The Word of God is one of those things that will look at me and it can discern, why did you just say what you just said? Why are you thinking the way you're thinking? Why is it affecting you the way it is affecting you? What was the intention of what you wanted to say but you wouldn't? You wanted to give this word but you were afraid to give it and the Word of God judges all that and knows the intentions of the heart, knows everything about us. Then it says in verse 13, Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him whom we have to do. Without being, bringing us into a certain fear, but rather the fear of God, we have to recognize that everything that you think, ask, say, Everything you think or say with your mouth comes under the scrutiny of God. God watches everything that we are. He knows the intention. He knows the invention. He knows every last detail. So we're constantly in the, if I could say, the telescope or the microscope of God. Not necessarily making you think that you need to be under a certain guild all the time, but God is concerned what is in the vessel where the Holy Spirit dwells. And when the Holy Spirit dwells in a vessel, he demands certain purities. It's one of the first things he does when the Holy Spirit comes into a man, he brings purity to him. Why? Because he cannot live and he cannot be around impure things. The Holy Spirit has that power and he points you back to Jesus where our cleansing comes from. Now, we want to look in Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. We look in the beginning, and we want to take some good lessons out of this. And God saw the wickedness of man, that it was great in the earth. How did he see the wickedness of man? The following, as the verse follows, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was continually, or evil continually. So God saw the wickedness of man on the earth. It says, I'll read it again. And God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth. How did he see it? And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. He is addressing imagination and thoughts. You see, this is the first thing that happens. I personally believe that there has been an outflow of a venom in the government and I believe namely in governments around the world with the powers that seemingly have been released. I don't know that I have ever come across as many families that are in turmoil right now. In my time span of being in the ministry of over 30 years, almost 31 years now, I don't recall that I've seen what I'm seeing right now. There seems to be a venomous outpouring against families and against the church. And this is abroad. This goes far abroad. I've been seeing this. I've smelled it about six months ago. I felt 
God showed me that this is going to happen. And I believe it has some, something to do with the authorities that rule the land, that are in odds with the laws they even write themselves. And the disrespect comes as a result of that to the very laws that operate in lands and in townships and counties and communities and states and across the board. It seems the leaders somehow have opened a pit of venom from not honoring their own law. And I'll tell you one of those laws that I cannot understand to this day. I believe if there is a law written, it's written, and we need to abide by it. How many of you can try to go through a stop sign, and when you violate not stopping, you'll get stopped and you're guilty immediately? But one of the laws that also is written is that you cannot come into this country without coming in legally. I face that every time I go out of the country. I face it when I walk to the little booth, customs booth, and they check me out and make sure that I'm totally legal before they give me entrance into this country again, in which I'm a citizen of the United States of America. However, somehow the, the legal system gets violated when it comes to, and I don't understand what's going on. There is a deliberate violation of that law by other means and other ways that I do not understand. But when you violate certain laws like that, I believe it opens a pit for the enemy to spew out. I have no problem with people from other countries coming into this country and to become citizens, but it has to be done legally, just like everything else is in this country. When we start violating those kinds of laws and rules, we, we have chaos very quickly. And this is what's been happening. We see this in this country, we see it in Turkey, we see it in countries around the globe where it seems that leaders are somehow opening up something. And I, I wonder sometimes if I would understand correctly about the plagues that will be uh, spilled out over a third or a fourth and some of it the whole globe that maybe one. We hope you've been inspired and changed by today's message. If you wish to listen to today's message, or for other audio and video resources from the preaching ministry of Wayne Weaver, please visit ministriesofwayneweaver.com.